Hello everybody, this is Edgar Eddie Fernandez. Welcome to the podcast Experiential Knowledge, where we optimize and understand the ideas, the skills, and experiences of people to avoid people get injured or killed, reduce incidents, reduce cost, increase performance and production. Well, the uh, podcast of today is the future element of the current wood manufacturing practices to prevent forms form from 83. Forms from 83 comes from uh, from the FDA. Um, anybody who is not familiar who is not familiar with the pharmaceutical food and medical device industry, so they are uh, if you are in the United States or you want to export medication or um, or any medical device or food to the United States, you are subject to the FDA audits. So when they find something that is in a, they call a non-conformance, they issue a form for 83. And you need to fix it as soon as possible because maybe you are not allowed to sell your products in the United States. You are coming from these industries. Well, let's get on the uh, main topic of this podcast. So we were talking about in the previous uh, materials, podcasts and articles about the reports of the uh, top 10 CGMP citations for the physical year of 2008. And as we have, as I, as I have said, um, there are the same root, the same violations in the last ten years at least. Well, uh, obviously, quality management programs, safety management programs, etc., they have been evoluted. Is um, now these standards they try to, or they actually they add a component they call commitment from top, man, top management. So let me give you a scope of this or a, a brief introduction. Um, the, the, uh, there is ICHQ's uh, standards and the ICHQ-9 is a standard they call quality risk that pretty much is telling you how to perform uh, quality risk uh, assessments. But if you read the, the, the standard, pretty much is coming from any process safety standard, uh, the process safety standard actually, or the process safety management program, 14 elements. They call HACCPs as the same, what if plus HACCPs, uh, fault tree analysis, all those type of methodology, methodologies, only to assess quality risk. So pretty much the standard is the same. They have the same, uh, actually the same process. They have the same um, uh, cycle, uh, identify, evaluate, assess and then uh, control. However, this process safety management program has changed, the ICHQ-9 know, and um, they announced the, the risk-based process safety went from uh, 14 elements to 20 elements, and the six new elements they called management involvement. That really is not, is really, that is, not, uh, in my opinion, is not the right name. Um, the right name is um, cultural transformation. Because really, um, before laying down these programs, you need to do an, a cultural transformation in your, in your organization to understand and optimize the ideas, as is the goal of this podcast, the experiential knowledge, where people from 
in the organization they are able to express their ideas and the management are capable and able to understand them and make the places the place safer or make the or, or, or at least be able to predict non-conforming scenarios that is the goal why these elements have changed well as everything people has changed new generations they think different so now there is to have, this is a question actually, how we can improve our quality management system to predict non-conformance scenarios, according to the title of this podcast. Something that many companies do in the pharmaceutical food and medical device industry, they focus on the technical aspects of the QA, the FDA, the quality risk, compliance and quality management. And actually, you can find a lot of experts through these industries, really, really capable, really, really well-trained, and with really, really good experience on these topics. However, something that has been found, it's these people, or these experts, I would say, to be more respectful, they don't have enough power to make changes in the organizations. They always they need to report to the top management to explain what type of changes they need to be made by the organization and these uh, the top management decide if the manage if the uh, if the change proceed or not however top management hasn't is not involved and hasn't been involved in the process of the decision making down when these experts lay out teams and and trying to find the solutions on this process on this stage of that process management is, is not involved and really really is, is is the main problem or is the main roadblock to start decreasing these citations little by little and then and then may and then avoid recurrence of those ones um, every year and they are the same since uh, 10 years ago so now what we need so we have enough technical aspect technical expert really technical knowledge we don't need anything now any um, anymore so because these people they, they keep updated every time on any changes of the fda any changes of the standard cg gmps standard quality risk standards or quality pharmaceutical quality management programs the things that we need to do actually or the things that we need to have in the organization is something that is called creativity sharing ideas problem solving that is becoming more critical to develop and to identify that uh, predict non-conforming scenarios i was talking with an expert actually last week and another expert this uh, yesterday actually uh, this lady works uh, in japan and other and, uh, and the united states as well and she was telling me that actually Japanese and and people who work in that part of the planet, uh, they 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 first they go to trans a cultural transformation. Here, this side of of the globe, we go first to technical or to implement programs, uh, safety or quality or compliance, without understanding the cultural, the culture of the of of the uh, of the organization. What type of culture you have? And how you're gonna change that culture to start getting the ideas and getting um, the ideas and solutions from everybody, from people who work at line on on the on the production line, and then make this uh, the quality robust your quality assurance program or your quality management program. 
by predicting actually that the, the idea of the quality risk is predicting risk that they're gonna uh, they're gonna uh, cause you or they're gonna lead to a non-conformance, and they can and if you don't identify these ones, they can actually jeopardize the safety of the patient uh, or your or, or your or your customers uh, when they buy your medication or food or your medical devices. And really, as this has been a challenge, and he, and that's the reason why the numbers from uh, reports from the FDA or for the CGMP trends hasn't changed in many years because it really is not a technical aspect. The reports from the FDA looks like it's a technical aspect. But if you ask this simple ask this simple question that okay, why these reports so you do a report on the top top ten citations since two thousand five, they are the same. So the question is not technical knowledge, absolutely not. The question is cultural aspects of your organization. Some of the uh, things actually they complicated more or they make more difficult at, at any organization is having many cultures. They always ask how the safety cultures. What I mean? Tell me how. I mean, tell me how a safety culture is is in an, an organization, looks like an organization, what is the quality culture. So actually you are complicated more than things because now you have three, four cultures at the organization, three, four systems that they are that, that everybody's pulling in many directions. And that's the reason you have those numbers. That's the reason we have, we have, the FDA have finds a lot of non-conformances. So we need to tackle the basics first and after we can introduce and lay down and, and lay down this type of uh, uh, management systems. So first, you need to f you need to improve or find a better way to communicate ideas, skills, and and experiences in your organization, not only for quality, only for sales, marketing, uh, safety. And then after that, you can lay off, and actually you can create your own your own uh, solutions to to uh, to identify non-conformance in this case. The ICHQ7 and the ICHQ10 and Q9 is the frame, is the borderlines, is just boundaries when you need to operate. But it really, really, these uh, standards are not telling you if you want to find a new process, a new a new way to uh, find non-conformance and, and it's effective for your organization, you can do it. Put it in a procedure and then you respect that procedure. You follow it and that's it. And then it, and then you answer. And the boundary is going to be those standards. It's something that we need to understand as well. So let me give you the steps. Actually, it's four steps to add the human approach element to the quality risk management program to. Identify or prevent non-conformance scenarios in your organization, in your uh, company or organization. I mentioned the first one. Actually, the step one is the top senior management involvement. This step is very is is very critical. It's paramount, actually. Uh, I've I ha I've I found it, I found sorry uh, information published by some consultant experts in these topics, such as the McKinsey and Company, uh, the CGMP trends, and uh, F, the same side of the uh, from the FDA analyzing some numbers, and uh, and then comparing other disciplines like uh, the risk-based process safety on the on on how they develop now the 20 elements. Uh, because the ICHQ9 pretty much is coming from then management uh, management of change, 
uh, that is um, a, a change control system that is coming from management or change from the process safety and is and is uh, established on the Q10, Q, uh, ICH Q10. So really, the the things that they had the the, the 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 something that it something that has been found is a little or non involvement from top senior management. Uh, by having said that, I'm not saying that they are not involved in the organization. What I'm saying is they are not involved in the process where these top experts on your in your company, on their companies, they are developing strategies, right, to find to assess quality risk. And then when they decided to make some changes, they propose these new changes, new, these new protocols, the new, new strategies to the top management, and top management made may the final decision. That step actually is the thing that is causing problems because it's not involvement on the critical and, and, and the critical step on when people are doing the hard work of finding a new, uh, assessing quality risk and bringing new action items and new ways to tackle that situation. So there is really a... Um, a lack of the, I would say, knowledge, but the knowledge of the uh, surroundings of what this non-conformance or how we are predicting that non-conformance, the background of the non-conformance, and they decided yes or no in uh, taking the criteria of finance, time, or sometimes power. <laughs> so, um, and these organizations that I mentioned before, they are found also on, the, on their studies that there are they, they, these technical advisors, these technical people, experts, they have little or no power to make decisions. That is a problem. That's the reason why you have a lot of top, the, the top 10 uh, citations from the FDA haven't changed in 10 years. It's a fact. I put it in some articles and previous podcasts. You can search them and give all the facts there. So some questions arise to measure involvement from top management. And let me uh, actually, let me give you, let me uh, formulate these questions for you. So do you have a transformation indicators to measure culture? So do we have transformational indicators to measure, measure culture? So we measure the basic things of any organization that happens at any organization, excuse me. Maybe yes, maybe not, I don't know. It's something that as an organization you need to discover. Do you measure the involvement of top management in the company's culture? Sometimes that you need to measure as a top manager, as a, uh, as a CEO, COO, as a vice president of quality. That's something that, you should, yeah, that, that should be done. Have you defined the culture of your company? Very critical question. Actually, let me change, let me rephrase it. Do you know the current culture, culture of your company? What type of culture do you have right now? Have you developed leaders through the organization? Very important, very important. I mean, you don't need to f decide or make the decision of everything and you need help and you need help, need help at all levels, and you need to develop leaders from the floor, I mean, from the floor to the top. So lead hands, um, supervisors, or senior uh, operators that work on the pharmaceutical or the food and medical devices on the manufacturing area, uh, side, you need to develop leaders there as well. And believe me, it's gonna change a lot. 
Do you set a path to follow or do you establish direction? So this is creativity, creativity. So you allow people to express their ideas and you optimize and understand those ideas, make a project like a lean manufacturing, Kaizen blitz your procedure, Kaizen blitz your processes, like change controls, etc. And then find where you are failing or where you are possible failures to prevent non-conformances. Have you done that? That's a path to follow, nor established direction. Normally, the things that are happening now, it's touch management, established direction, with no uh, appropriate taking advantage of those ideas from the bottom, be below the, that structure. Have you set transformational goals to satisfy the hierarchy of Maslow pyramid? Basic needs. So it's very uh, um, elemental and very basic needs that we need to do to transform organizations, but not many people actually, not many, I would say not many people, not many organizations do that. And I'm convinced 100% if organizations in these three industries do on, uh, that they are under the FDA start doing that, the non-conformances they're going to reduce through the years, they start transforming culture. Step number two, as an organization, it's imperative to understand what type of culture you have, like we mentioned in the first step, right? And it's a culture to set directions or paths. That's the thing. You need a culture to set paths, no directions. So frequently, organizations are used to set directions. I tell you what to do. This is the decision and leave it with that. Therefore, you can ask yourself the following questions. Do I understand the experiences, ideas, and skills of people? Are you capable of optimizing ideas, experiences, and skills of people? Or do you do your employer feel that they are contributing? So your employees actually, uh, they feel that they are contributing to the quality risk management program to identify non-conformances. Or let me rephrase again. Do your employees feel that they are contributing to the quality risk management program to identify non-conformance scenarios? So they are participating. That's the question when I said, you said paths or you said directions. Very big difference. Organizations that are very successful, they said paths, not directions. They actually, they Kaizen blitz. In, they use, I'm not saying that is the only methodology, but the, the, the experience that I have, it's, uh, excuse me, um, it's, yeah, it's, they said paths, no, no directions. They allow people to actually develop themselves. They develop leaders and they allow people to run their projects and make their own decisions. And if something is major, yeah, obviously they need to uh, consult top management to do that type of changes, but um, they have that power to make those changes in order to robust their quality management system. Step three. At this step, the organization knows the current state of its culture. So now you transform everything, you know your culture. So now, therefore, so you are ready to set uh, what type of culture you want. So, um, and so now the organization is ready, is ready to establish now the new transformational indicators that will help the management to measure the effectiveness of the new culture. And step number four, now you are ready to make those changes and you are ready to start setting boundaries to set values, rules, and policies. The question that come up or rise here is what are those boundaries? 
So those boundaries, they are your ICHQ7, ICHQ9, Q8, and Q10. That's the boundaries for the EDIS type of indices on the FDA. Therefore, now you operate according to those boundaries. They tell you you need to report deficiencies or non-conformances, you report non-conformances. How you're going to report those ones is up to you. So you're going to define your procedures. You're going to define the system of reporting. And you don't have the participation on everybody. That's the reason why we have people making changes by hand and they are not updated on the, uh, master, on the master batch record uh, uh, SOP, for example. And then when the FDA inspector comes or the auditor and then they see the changes by hand and then they see the, the, uh, the procedure, okay, these both documents don't concord and that you have a non-conformance. So you need to establish that. But it's not only to establish another procedure fight and then training is the culture. So in this case, um, now you need to create different uh, KPIs. So let me ask you this question. Do you have a key performance indicator that measures the effectiveness of the non-conformance scenario predict predictability? So really, how many times the same non the same non-conformant is appearing or happening or occurring every time, every time. So you measure that, there should be zero. But you you have in a three or six months and it appearing six, seven times the same non-conformance, now you have a, you have a roadblock there. You have a an opportunity for improvement, we call it in that way. And that's the reason why culture is very important. Because now it's not about the technical aspect, like I said, it's about the culture. Because it's the same it's the same non-conformance appearing many times. The FDA auditor can tell you, well, you need to you need to establish your your CAPA system, your corrective and preventive actions. You need to see now your system to avoid that that uh, non occurrence happen again. Yeah, but at the end, the uh, the FDA auditor is telling you in base of the standard. But not, but not in base of the culture. That is really, really the basics and the base of your, um, of any management uh, management program. So organizations they need to have KPIs that measure effectiveness and be able to adjust to a specific scenarios that can be lead to having forms for eighty-three. So. There are two main issues actually when the, the industries are leading to having these same non-conformant scenarios year by year. One is a lack of knowledge of their own company culture, like I mentioned before. And second is a lack of transformational indicators that we allow organizations to identify and measure effectiveness. So actually that's, that's the, um, one of the, comfort, one, the, uh, the, the second big uh, issue. Uh, the effectiveness of the fundamental aspects such as meeting effectiveness, people involvement, optimization and understanding of ideas, skills and experiences to find solutions that fit the organization. That's another thing. That's the reason why at the beginning of this podcast I said you should be able to find your own solutions, your own systems, because it's going to fit your organization. It's going to fit the need that you have. So if you, if you want to copy, try to copy what other pharmaceutical industry is doing, Maybe or maybe not, you won't be successful. For me, it's not a surprise because this company, Company B, is 
is having another need is having other type of needs they, they are having other type of necessities to transform their culture and it's not necessarily the same as um, as yours uh, sorry guys no. so that's the reason why is these two main problems so you need to find a solution that fits your organization you need to measure the effectiveness and you need to know your company culture so to conclude this podcast and this um, video, okay, um, or the organizations need to review the following three aspects: corporate resources and develop and uh, corporate resources that are deployed to meet customer needs. The second is um, the way of formal structures and, pro and processes are used to manage technical systems and achieve business ob objectives. And the idea that people think and feel about their work and conduct themselves in the workplace. So there are these three aspects of uh, that organizations they need to take in account in order to uh, robust your quality management program. Thank you very much, everybody, for uh, listening to the Experiential Knowledge Podcast. That the goal of this podcast is to uh, understand and optimize the ideas skills and experiences from people thank you very much see you on the next uh, episode bye